This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ugh, Harry, I had done jacked up my car. I need a rental car. What am I going to do? Well, H. Allen, you are in luck because today's episode of Out on the Lanai is brought to you by Skirt. Tap a button, have a rental car delivered. That's so easy. So easy. Guys, I don't know about you, but I hate waiting in lines, especially for rental cars. When I get off a plane, I want to get to my destination as fast as possible, which is always an In-N-Out burger, but that's neither here nor there. With Skirt, which is a mobile app that delivers on-demand rental car delivery, all I have to do is press a few buttons on my phone and voila, within five minutes, someone can bring me a car so I can drive myself straight to double-double cheeseburger heaven. Mm, Animal style. You know what else sucks about renting a car? All that friggin' paperwork they make you fill out. With Skirt, you simply scan your license and can be improved within minutes. And you know how some rental car companies, they mark up the price of gas if they have to refill your car? Skirt only charges you the market price on refills. They also offer local delivery to wherever you are, your home, office, hotel, Airbnb. If you're stalking the original Golden Girls house in Burbank, anywhere, they also offer curbside pickup at the airport, making your travel plans that much more easy. You have to be at least 21 years old to get a rental through Skirt, but they won't charge any under 25 fees like other rental companies do. That's rad. They also offer amazing customer service and provide telephone support and roadside assistance 24-7. Skirt is currently only available in Los Angeles, but it will be rolling out to San Francisco and New York in 2016 if you're in either of those cities. Which means people coming to Los Angeles to see Out on the Lanai live can use Skirt to get a rental car. To go right to the venue. Right to the venue. Mm-hmm. If you want to get in on this sweet, sweet deal, just go to skirtapp.com to download the app, create an account, and enter the promo code Lanai. That's L-A-N-A-I to get 100 smackaroo dollars off your first rental. Such a sweet deal. Such a sweet deal. Do it. Let's start start the show. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Los Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. And we just watched Season 3, Episode 9, A Visit from Little Swin, Sven. which aired on November 21st, 1987, mm. and is, of course, the episode where um, Blanche seduces Rose's well, cousin. Well, seduces, gets mistook. She gets Rose's cousin, Swin, to fall in love with her. He falls in love with her because he's a naive fuck, but yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, and uh, our guest today, oh, who's what yawning. A, what a great man. <laughs> what a great man. He is, he needs to get more sleep. Um, <laughs> I am he, feeling lethargic today for some reason. Are you? Reason. It's Sunday. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great do outside. Natural? It's uh, I, I do, actually, yes. yes. <laughs> he is, well, you've already heard his voice. You've heard his voice on this podcast before. He, he was such a good friend. He was second guest. Yeah. When we were yeah. still figuring, we were trying to figure out what still we were doing. Still finding your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the world but of podcasting. We've now found we're here, and yeah. um, we're so glad you're here. Brent Sullivan. Right. Well, thank you so much for having me, guys. I yeah. really appreciate it. I, I, I don't know. I know we established the first time I did the show that I am sort of a neutral fan. I don't yes. dislike the show. 
Yes. I can already tell your fans are getting angry with me. No, but, um, no, there you are. But I'm not like a, I'm not like a super fan. Yeah. But so you have many people in your life, including myself, mm-hmm. Elliot, your sister, that um, sister Elliot Glazer, past sister-in-law, past guest Elliot Glazer. Oh, I was like, you literally, you said the words <laughs> Elliot Glazer past. Is it, and passed. I was like, wait. Yeah, yeah he died earlier today. Do you yeah. know that? Yeah, you didn't get like, that update? Wait, no, I mean, I assumed he didn't because it would have been a bigger thing, but it's just very interesting that you Elliot, were like. Elliot has passed on. You were like, um, Elliot Glazer died no, we have, we when have he heard a, this joke I told. We have a constant like text chain back and forth of like our, our, our desperate lives. lives. Our, our one sort of never-ending complaint about Grindr and Tinder. Yes, yeah, among other things. Yeah. Um, but, but In politics, of course. So, yeah, but you, you have golden fans in your life. I do. I do have golden fans, and I watched it a lot as a kid uh, I remember um, you know dinner at six but that depending on where you were in the country that could mm-hmm. mean growing pains followed by golden girls golden girls followed by yeah step by step or whatever it may be so I do remember watching it a lot as a kid mm-hmm. um, and I liked it you yeah. know yeah, yeah, I good. liked it. I thought it was good. Well, we're glad you're here today. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Shall we get to it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's get to it. I love this episode. It's, it's so, a good one. It's yeah. a good one. Um, Who's the actor that plays Sven? Um, he is, his name is... He was on Grace Under Fire. He was the yes. next door neighbor on Grace Under Fire. Yeah. That I remember. His name is uh, Casey Sander, and he's actually worked a lot. He's been on a lot of episodes of The Big Bang Theory. He's been on Silicon mm. Valley, The Middle. Um, he now has less hair. Um, <laughs> as we do as when we As when he um, had, I mean, that was such a, just 80s hair, 80s yeah. mustache. 80s yeah. hair. Also, the accent that he does for Sven was... Off the charts. Yeah, I mean, that was that was like it was a hybrid of something Swedish. Swedish, sw- yeah, like yeah. I, I don't know how to how else to describe it, but it well, like I, we'll, we'll get to Sven. Let's let's, okay. let's let's start with the episode. So, um, so our B story that we open on is that Sophia wants a driver's license because she took out her license um, in front of her friends and she was embarrassed because it was expired, which I have a problem with because she's an elderly person. Who, I mean, I know every time, I have to fill a lot of prescriptions because I'm crazy as fuck. Sure. And I have to show my ID every time I, so what, has she been showing an illegal ID all these years? Or maybe they're just not checking because they're actually, just like. I had know. a, this, this was a, I had sort of a passport expire recently mm-hmm. and I, I, I didn't have to leave the country, but I had to use it. And it was kind of annoying because I wouldn't take it. Yeah. And it's like, it. It's it, me. It, it was valid three months ago. Yeah. It's not like I forged it all of a sudden. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, but no, it's so true. Where it's, it's like they need your update. And you can get, like when I had to get pot in the state of California and I, mm-hmm. had a Cal- I had a New York driver's license, I had to get a state ID, just a state ID from California just to get pot. That's wow. my truth, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, she, she wants to get a driver's license. And the outfit that she's wearing um, for a minute, I, do you remember that episode where Rose is, like, testing weird consumer products for Enrique Moss? And she wears oh, yeah. the, that inflatable, like, parachute yes. outfit that inflates yeah. and it's supposed to help you sweat out, you uh-huh. know, lose weight. I, for a second, because she's wearing such a billowy blue, like, weird outfit that I was like, oh, wait, is this the one where that? And then I realized it wasn't so. Sophia that that happens to it's Rose but yeah. that's what her outfit reminded me I of. I don't remember the outfit I'm blanking it was just outfit. like blue and billowy and looked like like a yeah. like the material of it's like like a, like a tracksuit the, the kind of fabric I would have loved mm. when I was four years old when, yeah. when this came out I would have yeah. just been like in love with their clothing kind of thing <laughs> uh, I'm in love with their clothing now do you have, did you ever have that I had a I had, I had a first grade teacher she wasn't she wasn't even my teacher mm-hmm. but uh, she had 
like she would wear a different pair of shoes every day. Wow. And there were there was lots of sequins on them. And I was sequins? always lots of sequins or like, you know, like she they looked like sprinkled, them. yeah, she, bedazzled, that kind of yeah. shit. And I always was in love. Like I would touch her shoes and shit. And I'm not like into I don't like wear <laughs> shoes, but it was like this tiny. I'm imagining faggot. baby Brent just being like, <laughs> I love your shoes. <laughs> yeah. And like watching like the Wizard of Oz and yeah. just like ogling. Yeah. Mrs. Beeler. Uh, all right, sorry. Mine was Mrs. Malkowski. Mrs. Barden. I love that we remember the name of our first grade teachers. We're not our parents yet who <laughs> no. don't, obviously. Um so uh so Rose comes home. She's very excited because her little cousin, Swen, mm-hmm. is um Coming for a visit before he flies to St. Olaf to meet his fiance, who he's who never he's met never before. Met. Yes. Um, and she brings a cake with her. She's so excited about this cake. She brings yeah. it in and she said she gives it to Rose or to Dorothy to look at, and then Ro- or then Blanche goes, Why Rose? That cake is from hot and bothered whatever bakery. It's like yeah. sex bakery. Right. It's I, I know Rose is naive. Um, I don't understand. How did she not know she well, was she wasn't going into an erotic cake shop when she got it? If she's down at the Grief Center, okay, let's just break it down. Sure. If you're at the Grief Center, it's probably in a part of town that caters to a lot of really interesting people. Like okay. our centers here, the Gay Center in Los Angeles, you go to that, you're in fucking Hollywood, you're passing dildos left and right. That's true. Um, so maybe she was going to the Grief Center, she passed this bakery... The sex bakery, and she's like, "Oh, that looks like the state of California because state of you, Florida, state, state of Florida, Florida. Excuse me. If you look at the state of Florida, and then you imagine an erect penis with two testicles hanging below it, it could theoretically look like the state it's of not Florida. An erect penis. It's a flaccid penis. The right? state of Florida is. Yeah. Also, did she well, not know. see anything I think it's a else large, in that flaccid store? Penis hanging over balls. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. I mean, I'm just. I like, mean, I could see that. A very large penis. Though. Yeah. Like next to the dick cake, did she not see the tits cake? You know what I mean? Well, she probably thought that was Wyoming. Yeah, Yeah. that's what's weird. And also, I thought it was funny, on the top, when Dorothy opens the cake box, on the top, (laughs) it says, get it while it's hot. And I'm like, it's not a pizza, it's a cake. Yeah, (laughs) but they're using the sex thing. It's like, get it while it's hot. Ow. Get it while it's hot in Cleveland. Hey, Wendy Malik's birthday's today. Not when this episode drops, but sure, it's but Sunday. actually the, today. Yeah, today. Yeah. Literally, I saw that on IMDb. Lovely. <laughs> it's also a past guest birthday, Satya Baba. Oh, Satya Baba. Yeah. We and Taylor Swift. <laughs> we should bother Satya today to ask him I just again him. his opinion you on... Guys get, you guys get great guests. You had uh, Deepak Chopra, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> yep. Uh, you had... I think you had Angela Merkel. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, German she, Chancellor she Angela Merkel. Great. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of great guests. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like your Sven impression. <laughs> um, so, so Dorothy's the first one. She opens the cake box. Whoa. Her eyes go cross. And yeah. she's like, whoa. Yeah. It's so cartoonish. And, and of course, Blanche yeah. is just like, I love it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, that reminds me. I should call so-and-so. Floyd or like whatever. Some dude. Yeah. Um, and I love when Dorothy, like, keeps talking to Rose about Swen. She, like... Um, she keeps she, looking at she, the cake. She keeps opening the cake box and looking at it. Like, I feel like that was a B. Arthur Wouldn't choice. Wouldn't you, though? Wouldn't but you? I, see that, I, 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 I thought it was kind of funny just because, like... 
no matter how horny or like neglected your vagina feels like like a cake isn't going to turn you on isn't that no. sort of like vaguely the insinuation that she's like getting moist looking at this cake I suppose no I don't think <laughs> wait, so wait you're no. not going to yell at Brent for saying the Brent's word a good moist friend and I'm, in I'm, reference I'm, to one of the golden girls he gets very upset oh, when you talk about them in well, explicitly sexual way I actually really way. touched you let that go you know what I'm no, you know why I'm letting it go because I'm, I'm going to correct you and I'm going <laughs> okay. to say that no there was no implication that she was having a arousal moment. <laughs> um, it was an implication of there is a dick in front of her, and I, I, I just I, I bet you could not if you, there is a dick, sure. if there is a blank on dick in front of you, either yeah. in cake form or literal form. You're not going to look away. You're going to look yeah. several times until it goes away. Yeah. You're going to look until the dick is taken back into its box. That's and why moved I don't to like exchanging nudes, and of course I don't send them out because I don't even look at myself naked. But I don't like receiving nudes from mm. people uh, like on dating apps because like I'm just going to keep looking at it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you and keep it's going to ruin the surprise, like, or it's it going to like still yeah. that hard. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like I've never asked like a boyfriend. Or a dude to send me like I I don't know I, like I wouldn't want a dick pic from a guy like I'm literally not going to do anything one? with that no never no and I've never sent help. out I've never taken a you picture never, of myself never your I'm, titties or anything no no I'm always afraid <laughs> like you never know where that's going to go oh my god if, yeah if, if I, like I I have I have yeah I just I fear and I I realize people go like oh well you just like. You just don't take a you don't take a picture with your face in it. Yeah. But then, I mean, guys, we're all going to be so famous someday that sure. people are going to be doing those things like on Reddit where they oh they, they circle I the hope. picture of like your I mole hope. next to your tit, and then they <laughs> show the picture and they're like, yeah. "See, it's her. Look at the look at this mole." And yeah. I hope that happens to me. I I only send out in a in a selection of. Three dick pics that I've had for years because the dick hasn't changed that much. It's like my post. You can do that with dick pics. Wait, yeah. is Body that like are a little different? People well, and, and who use headshots from like ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, and yeah. Now- I'm using that for the dick because <laughs> because I if I do get famous one day I want I want my nudes to leak. I want them to get out there that yeah. way and be like, look. H. Allen Scott lived. H. Allen Scott is a human being. He's like one of us. He's a human he's being, never and he has be a president. bigger dick than we would guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, whoa, H. Allen Scott's dick? <laughs> Who knew? But I also do weird things with my dick pics. Like, I, I like, Photoshop them with, like, Asian women crying behind it. Like, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I think I sewed you that one, Brent. I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just. I, I think I have yeah. seen your junk a few times Probably. Now. I'm okay with my junk being out there. I think. You've got some. I've seen your uh, your shirtless pics on Grandeur. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Very you. robust. Okay, See, I think, and we talked about this a few episodes ago, in the way that you didn't even want to come near the room where I was peeing. That's because your bare vagina was sitting within three feet of me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I guess I kind of feel the same way and that I don't know that I would be comfortable seeing your genitals either. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I don't think, like, I'm not going to show you my, well, but see, because, like, Brent and Elliot, like, they have genitals. But what if you walked in the bathroom and you saw the side of Alan's dick while he was peeing? I mean, it would be okay. But you would probably be like, I don't want to see that. Like, you don't want to see well, me in that I position. Think, I Wait, think she wouldn't cry. think about, like, shoving it inside of her, but she'd be like, all right, well, you know, no, that's how he pees. No, 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 no. There, there is a big difference between, a, you know, a male friend of yours seeing your dick mm-hmm. and a female friend of yours seeing your dick, especially if that relationship is a completely platonic, never, ever sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's just different. I don't know. That said... 
Alana and I have shared a lot of nude pics. So, really? Well, not really, but like in person, we've been comparing. We compared. We've compared nude pics before. So I don't know. I don't That's know. Funny. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It's. I guess it depends on the. Type I guess there of, have been some girls in my life yeah. that I've shared dick pics with. That's very yeah. Alana, though. She's very open and like. Yes, we both, and it's not like we've been texting age, each other very, with them. Let's just be, yeah. you know. Just be. All right, guys, let's get back into <laughs> yeah, let's it. Get we, back into it. That was my a dick. good tangent, though. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a, there's a really funny moment where um, so they're talking about Swen and his arranged marriage to his uh, fiance, and Blanche has a really weird thing. I've never really gotten this joke where Blanche is like, oh, you know, George and I used to have an arranged marriage. You know, he, I would wear an outfit and he would chase me around with a little thing or whatever. And then Dorothy's like, arranged marriage, not deranged marriage. <laughs> is deranged marriage a thing that like... No, I don't no. think so. It's just, it was a line that worked in that scene. I mean, it's, I, it's not very funny. I didn't think Oh, it, I actually kind of like that line. Really? Yeah. No, so, yeah. But like, what did Blanche actually think? Did she think that that's what an arranged marriage was? I, I didn't quite get the lead in as to why she would have thought. Yeah, I don't think that's what, what about like a arran- like a what arrangement. Yeah, I didn't. Because it, it, it's quite one get thing if either. she actually misheard her and thought she said deranged marriage, but deranged also, marriage isn't like a thing. Yeah, it's also interesting. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, Sweden in 1987 was not exactly you know. Bangladesh, like the, no. I don't think there were a lot of arranged marriages going on in Sweden, right? Probably like, like the old stereotypes world a little ro- a little off. No, maybe not. I mean, it's also talking about Saint Olaf, and and the the city that she yeah. describes is not the city of that's that is true. actually that's like Saint Olaf. Olaf that's guys, true. so that's there's true. a lot of college town. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of made a lot of liberal college town. Saint Olaf is so yeah. Yeah. a lot of made yeah. up things happening with this family. Um, <laughs> so Swen comes to visit. We've already talked a little bit about the actor Casey Sander. Um, I think, Adele, and I think you mentioned this, he, throughout this entire episode, is wearing turtlenecks and sweaters. Yeah. In Miami. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess he came from a cold climate. Doesn't matter. I don't, yeah. I, Your I body don't still ha- feels hot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he just wasn't <laughs> planning for it. Um, but he... I mean, I, we've all done that. I, I do that a lot of times when I go to New York from L.A. I don't dress warm enough, and then I'm freezing in, in L.A. But it's not like I'm fucking walking Nothing around worse. in T-shirts just because I came from L.A. Yeah. No, you know. You know. You, I mean, you look, you check the weather. Yeah. Maybe that is just sort of like like they're trying to convey that he's like from the old country. He's so out so, of it. Yeah. He's so out of it that... Yeah. That he's, Maybe. I don't think I've ever worn a, a turtleneck in my entire life. Oh, I have. Since like third grade. I, it's I been have. a long time. I find them uncomfortable. They're... they're uh, Maybe the ugliest things I've ever oh, seen. Oh no, I I will. I am looking forward to the age where I can do embrace the Diane Keaton um, <laughs> turtleneck moment in my life. Does something's got to give turtleneck? Yeah, with like the I'm not quite there. I have another white. good. I have another good like 10, 20 years of like dressing this way, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> in the fifties, in the fifties, it has to be full Keaton, like adopt a child, full Keaton. Whenever I would meet Alan at a bar in New York, uh, he would oh, you would always text. Uh, I'm the guy in the back that looks like Diane Keaton. Yeah, <laughs> every time. It's true. That's every amazing. time I met you, and That's it worked. Amazing. Yeah, worked. You always, you always <laughs> yeah. walked in and be like, "Blue, there he is." Yep. Yeah. I. Uh, I no had... one was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm the guy in the back who no one's talking to who also looks like Diane Keaton. Yeah. Um, I had a little bit of a problem with. Um, uh, there wasn't a really. Um, Swen's intelligence, like his level of intelligence, shifted um, in this episode. So when yeah. he first gets here, he's playing um, really dumb. 
He's playing really dumb. Like there's a moment where Rose is light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's very much like Rose, but there's a moment where um, you know, he says something and, and Blanche is kinda like, a big, strong, handsome man like you get out of here. And he's like, Well, it was nice meeting everyone. And he just walks out and shuts the door. Which, get out of here. That's yeah. <laughs> yes, but later he's like got it like Let's a, see, I hated that. You hated, hated the get that out of joke. here joke. I mean, I mean, it's totally a Rose thing, guys. It's, it's totally a Rose family <laughs> sure, moment. Thing. Sure, absolutely. But also it leads me to believe, because his voice, like, he's so robotic and flat and emotionless at the beginning mm-hmm, of this yeah. that, to me, I was like, oh, he's an alien, which, yeah. I mean, just goes to show, like, I, I have this theory that Rose is actually an alien as well, because she behaves a lot like the characters do in the first, like, season of Third Rock from this the is, Sun. This is Carrie's X-Files of Out on the One That's Eye. funny. This, you, is her, this is actually a theory that you have, that, like, su- like subversively, they were trying trying to establish that Rose is an alien? Yeah, there was one episode. I can't remember which one it was. Maybe the, the fans can tell one. us. Was it the one where she thought, she thought, oh, she yeah. saw an alien? Yeah. But there have just been little things. The, the seed was planted, and yeah. then now, as episodes have gone by, here and there, there are these little things that make me go, oh, I think maybe Rose is an alien. That's got to be worth a PhD from some shitty university somewhere <laughs> in this country. Perhaps. Like you could write a dissertation Perhaps. about Sarah that. Lawrence. Call it, call it feminist alien, and Sarah Lawrence yes. got it. No, it something like, like Southeastern Tennessee State University would probably have you. Their, yes. their TV and radio program would love to have you. <laughs> I should hope so. Um, so then, uh, get, get your eyes on, man. Go on, go on. So then we go, we go into the kitchen where Dorothy's going over, you know, like driving manual rules with Sophia, and she's mm-hmm. like, it has a very short fuse with her. Uh, and then Blanche comes in super upset because Floyd has canceled another date with her. Dick. Um, and here, I, I had such a problem with this. So she's. I mean, Blanche, you know, we know that Blanche goes on a lot of dates. There are a lot of men that are interested in her, but Blanche is, like, so attracted to this guy because he's rich and successful yeah. because he owns the most successful pet neutering business in greater <laughs> Miami. That's a lot of money. There's a lot of pets that need to be neutered. Yeah, but sure. don't, like, isn't that what, like, veterinarians are for in animal hospitals? Is I think it, it's a specialty. But do you think there's a business? It's someone who just does neutering and yeah. that's, like, that's their thing? They don't do anything else? I'm sure that exists. I don't know. I think they were just going for like the the cheap laugh of like yeah. he makes a living by you know snipping balls and shit. Um, <laughs> but doesn't but, do anything else. Like, why wouldn't you just go to your vet? Well, I mean, maybe it's cheaper. Maybe he's found a way to like cut so, through the red tape of veterinarian costs. <laughs> maybe he does and, it like really cheap and easy. Sort yeah. of like, cater- like, like if you go to like a third world country, you can off. do cataract surgeries for really cheap. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the, I actually loved that part of the episode because this was in 1987 and, like, yeah. we all still live that same misery of everyone constantly bailing. Yeah. You know, people are always changing plans and canceling yeah. plans. And then you're like, oh, I made plans a week ago and we were going to go on his boat and now we're not going on his boat. And it's just like, ah, oh, fuck it. But then there's that moment when she, when the phone rings and she's like, oh, he's calling me back. Yeah. You know, it's like every time, every time that happens where someone bails last minute – you're still like, well, maybe he'll he'll send me a text saying I'm actually at the bar after all. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there is actually something to that. I think I've been thinking about that a lot lately. How so much of our lives are either curated or accessible in a way that we are able to like read, like we're able to see the dot 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 on the iPhone text messaging, or we're able to sure. see the who's calling, or you know who read our message read on message, Facebook, yeah, like yeah. things like that. We're able to see so much of this stuff that like so much of that is gone. That there's no, and we're able to curate to where we put filters on things and we're able yeah. to change the presentation of what we're putting out into the world and what we're taking in from the world. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, 
I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm looking for areas of my life that can be a little more analog. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that was a simpler time, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> simpler times. Excuse um, me, I got a text, so go on. <laughs> uh, so um, Rose is supposed to take Swen out for the day, but then she finds out that she has to go work at the counseling center. Um, mm-hmm. So Blanche takes him out yeah. to dinner because Floyd has canceled her date, um, and they go out to a restaurant. Wait, before, before they go out to the restaurant, though, she, she's, she's all like, come with me, Swen. And then uh, Rose says, it's Sven, Blanche. And she's like, he's mine now. I'll call him what he want, what mm, I want. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Dirty so they go to this, they go to this restaurant that looks like it's in like a hotel, but yeah. then you look inside of it and it doesn't look like a fancy restaurant. Yeah, really, it's, so tr- it's like vaguely trashy. It looks like a Disney, it's like very Florida. Restaurant. You know, everything. The set designers just nailed it in the show. Oh, they because totally you did. Can smell Florida in everything, everywhere they go, yeah. everything they wear. Yeah, it's just per- it's like exactly on. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, so they're, so they're at this restaurant. They're at this restaurant, and who walks in? But Floyd. But Floyd, and we know he's rich because he's wearing an ascot. He's wearing an ascot, and he's with this younger woman <laughs> named who Linda, is, who's wearing a very tight <laughs> denim dress, like very tight. And denim she's supposed dress. to be kind of a floozy, but she's like so average looking. I'm, I'm it's surprised. So weird. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't make that her daughter. His daughter. I that that seemed that would have been a great sort of like. You know, oh, of course I he's couldn't not agree more. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, he's going to reveal it's his daughter, yeah. and Blanche is sort of ridiculous for overreacting and flying off the handle. But he didn't. No, he just yeah. said she's my friend, which is almost weirder. And that would have made the tension even awkwarder when mm. we get into the episode a little bit, and Sven falls in love with Blanche. I disagree. So. Well, maybe I kind of disagree because. Floyd, because at the end, I feel like Floyd needs to be a consistently kind of douchey guy. Yeah. So if he was with his daughter, then he was still lying to Blanche, but only because he was spending time with his daughter, which isn't as bad. And also then, you know, yeah, I mean, I I just think they needed to keep him a consistently bad guy. Okay. What's interesting is they sort of, they they kind of, so yes, Sven, um, not Sven, Floyd is like this douchebag. But uh, for canceling, but then he he says he has an excuse, and he, yeah. and he establishes that he's not with a younger woman sexually. It's just a friend of his. But they kind of leave Which that. That hanging. doesn't exist ever. But, right. No older man is friends with a younger woman. Yeah, I mean, ever. Uh, no straight uh, man yeah. with an ascot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just weird that they. Le- I assumed there were going to be something at the end that like it was all a misunderstanding and yeah. And that would I would have liked off. that. I would have liked that. That's better. giving yeah. them like they they rarely do like those kinds of. Those kind I, I don't of, like, feel like a smart reveal, but like maybe something that is more. It's also taking, in tune of what we'd see on shows today. It's yeah. it's taking the direction in a story for a character that we don't really need to care that much about. That's mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. yeah, there's already a new character that we're dealing with. So why add another new character onto it? Right. But I do love what, I mean, I love Blanche's reaction to seeing Floyd where well, she... so it's, so we'll set this up. So, um, you know, the Sven and Blanche have talked a little bit. You've had this little setup for this date and then all of a sudden Floyd walks in and Blanche decides to get back at Floyd by kissing, by kissing Sven to show that she's with a younger man and mm-hmm. she just doesn't care anything about Floyd. So yeah. she goes and she's like, now look in my eyes. Now, now touch my hair. Now, now wait, wait for it. Wait for it. And the whole time Sven is just like looking longingly into Blanche's eyes and then she just plants one on him mm-hmm. and, and they kiss and then Floyd walks up and he's like, and of course Floyd interrupts a kiss, which is 
is like rude. I know, bizarre. Totally bizarre. So he's like, Blanche, is that you? Oh, what a coincidence. Yeah. And and Blanche, of course, plays it off like, oh, I mean, what what are you doing here with this child? I yeah. love that she like doesn't, like she never looks away from Swen yeah. when this is happening. Like she's like, oh, Floyd, is that you? Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about breaking our date. Swen here and I just, yeah. and then I think we might go back to his place and I don't know, maybe eat some dessert. Like she's, <laughs> yeah. like she's, you know, I love that she doesn't even look at him when she's yeah. talking to him. It's like the ultimate fuck you, which yeah. is why I think they didn't want to do, they didn't want to do any kind of reveal where it's his daughter because like we all love what Blanche is doing. Like yeah. this guy has lied to her. Yeah. He's a douchebag. He's, you know, so yeah. I think that's, that's she's playing why. it. She's playing it. Yeah. Um, so they leave the restaurant to mm-hmm. have dessert at his place or so she says to Floyd and we, they're not home yet. We don't see them get home because at home we see uh, Dorothy and Sophia. Dorothy walks in terrified after getting in the car with Sophia. They had a driving lesson. Yes. Right. Oh, and, and, and Dorothy is just like, you almost killed Mrs. Burlfine. Yeah. <laughs> I love the name. Man, your notes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're very so good. So diligent. <laughs> very good about these notes. I just thought you were uh, G-chatting the whole time. And, no, no, and no. I, I oh, no. know. She's working. Um, and Sophia's like, please, the woman's already in a wheelchair. What worse could I do? Which, I mean, I have to agree with her. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, no, so, 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 and then Blanche comes out. No, and wait, before this happens, this, cause I had such a problem with this. Rose comes home mm-hmm. because she'd been called into the grief center. Oh yeah. Kind of on like an emergency because there were a lot of manic depressives that came in, but don't worry. Like we solved, we solved all their problems cause we heard a bunch of new knock, knock jokes. Well, yeah, that's stupid. But isn't the idea that everyone around Rose is stupid too, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> kind of. but I do I do like I did laugh out hard at um Blant or at Dorothy's uh, when she says when when Rose says oh knock knock jokes and then Dorothy says knock knock and then Rose says who's there? Shut up, Rose! <laughs> it's just such a good guy. Yeah, it's. But it's just like they're it's basically really just like you can cure mental illness with a few dumb jokes. It's yeah. like I mean, you know, of course no. it's the eighties, but yeah, um, I was gonna say that's a reflection of nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah so but this is Carrie, when Reagan is ignoring AIDS at this time. Yes. So oh, please, we've talked about it. We've talked about it. I've talked about it up a lot. Mm-hmm. You bring that up almost every time we hang out. Yeah, because I hate fucking. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. Really don't because I won't. That was the best thing I've ever had in my life. What was it? Oh, the I, chocolate. We just yeah. Yeah. Brent had just had a piece of Lin- Lindor's. Really white chocolate, guys. All oh, right, is that go. white Sorry. chocolate? Yeah, huh? I want to try it. Mm-hmm. You can have you? the other one. Yeah, I love so, white chocolate. Um, There's only one left. Oh. So, uh, so Swen and Blanche come back from <laughs> dinner, and he tells... Rose that there isn't going to well, be... Well, no. There's a funny line that Dorothy has when Blanche comes out and she's like, Dorothy, why is your, ma- why is your lipstick smudged? She was like, I was kissing the driveway. Yes, because <laughs> she, she was... terrified yeah. of yeah. driving with so, her mother. So Blanche has been come back and Sven says to Rose that there's not going to be a wedding. Why? Why? Now, why do you say that? Because I'm in love with Blanche. Yeah. Which I That love- is an actual <laughs> accurate impression yes. of his accent. It's... It's bad. He <laughs> also mispronounces her name, which I think is funny. Blanche. Uh, I'm in love with Blanche and Marguerite. Um, (laughs) Past episode made she was black. And, uh, (laughs) and yeah, so that's a big, that's a big shocker to everyone. And, uh, and, and that's where we, we end on our act break. And uh, speaking of act break, this might be a a good time to take a little break uh, with a word from uh, our sponsor. So we can pay for these white chocolates. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's make it, let's take a break. 
out on the lanai.com, you've noticed how sleek and sexy the site is. You're probably like, who did they pay to build it? Well, guess what? We built it. Out on the lanai.com was created using Squarespace, which has intuitive and easy to use tools so that tools like us can do it ourselves. I'm not I'm not calling you guys tools. I'm ac- I'm actually specifically talking about H. Allen. <laughs> My tool's bigger than your tool. <gasps> you guys, Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. Trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world, starts at $8 a month and you get a free domain when you sign up for a year. Start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code LANAI, that's L-A-N-A-I, to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful, a.k.a. Golden. Golden. And we're back. Um, <laughs> well, this is what I was going to say. <laughs> I like how you had to do that. I didn't have to. And we're back. And we're back. And um, we're back. I love how Sven fell in love after, like, giving a peck on the mouth. I mean, to, like, no. this is so, like, there's no tongue. I'm going to call us out on this there's because no I, know, contact. I know where our heads are in this world. But you know that the second anybody gives you attention on any app whatsoever, you're immediately planning the wedding. Uh, yes. Okay. But, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like that. Uh, totally like that. But I also, it's... In Sven's defense. That's a good point. That's a very fair point. Yeah. But then later... And he got more than we usually do. Yeah. But then later... <laughs> yeah, someone writes back once to, like, a shirtless pic. I'm like, oh, we're going to get married. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, no, it's good. I, I Later, when he's talking to Blanche, and this is, again, where I think he's now has, like, more perspective on things and is more, like, yeah. intelligent overall. Mm-hmm. L- later, he's like, you know, Blanche, I knew that you didn't really like me. Is, <laughs> But you know, la, la, la. he's so a he, vampire. Yeah, yeah. But but he knew he knew that she was just using him to get back at Floyd. Well, that doesn't mean he can't have a thing. Like, and he even says, "Well, let's let's continue through this okay. because there's, there'll be more sure. explained when Blanche so and him have a private." He moment. says to her, "He goes, I'm in love with you. I feel it in my heart." He kind of sounds like Tommy Wiseau. That's who he kind of <laughs> sounds sure. like. Tommy from Wiseau from the room. You know, you are tearing me apart, Lisa. That's good. That's a good. Accent. I don't know who that is. You don't know. Wait, have you, have you ever heard of the room? The like the cult movie? No. <gasps> oh. Oh my what god. This? What is this? It's like oh, the great. It's like the greatest bad movie it's ever. The greatest bad movie of all time. We'll watch it together. Actually, the greatest bad movie of all time is uh, a Kathy Bates film with Rupert Everett, where she uh, not only <laughs> takes him from the UK. What is it called? Uh, I guarantee you it's not worse than The Room. The yeah, Room has possibly not, e- not even like, oh, it's bad plot or bad acting. It's also like bad cinematography, bad music, bad everything, bad, just bad, 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 bad. Like, like a it's character actually bad. changes actors in the middle of it. It's, it's, lit- it's maybe the hardest I've ever laughed. The room, and it was written by movie. a man who English is not his first language. No one and he's knows also, where he's from, nobody really. Nobody knows where he's from. <laughs> I mean, there's been a book written about his him. James Tommy Franco Wiseau. is now making a movie about the making is. of The Room. It's, it's bonkers. And yeah. yes, of course he is. Of course um, he is. Well, you and I, oh, come over and watch it. Okay. Stan and the I watched it on like fun. our second date together because he had never seen it. Wow. Um, and he sold me because there's a whole scene where they, they, the guys all dress up in tuxedos. We don't know why. And they're all standing in a circle, like one, like two feet apart from each other, like literally throwing a football to each other, not playing catch, but tossing it 
Underhand? In, in like a, within a circle. Yeah. And when Stan and I watched it and he had never seen it before, I had told him about that scene. He came over to my apartment dressed in a tuxedo oh. with a football. Oh, that's I was cute. Like, that's cute. Sold. That is cute. We made out on my couch so much that night. Let's get him in a commercial. Must All right. <laughs> nice to be in love. Um, <laughs> yeah, must be. So, Have someone in your life that would dress up for you. Right. So, um, um, I don't think anyone's even smiled for me no, during a date no. once. No, people during the day with me, they're like, oh, okay. Again, I always say that my dates are like corporate negotiations where there's just no smiling, a brood exchange of facts, and then we leave. (laughs) (laughs) Occasionally it ends with me taking my shirt off, but that's that's about that. Yeah. Always with the lights off. All right, continue. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yes. I adore you, Brent. (laughs) Well, I adore you. Uh, Uh, okay. all, all the women go so into they're, they're the kitchen. They're all upset because well, they Blanche Rose storms off into the kitchen because she's angry mm-hmm. at Blanche, and Blanche is like, "It is not how you think it is. This is not. I can totally explain the situation." Yeah, so Rose is angry at Blanche for sort of uh, um, coercing, coercing her. Yes, yes. Yeah. and and Blanche explains herself, saying that she was just using it to get back at at Floyd. She doesn't and, think she did anything wrong. And what she did, but. You know, she's just using get back at Floyd, and then Dorothy's like, "Did you explain all of this to Sven?" And she's like, "I assumed he knew." Yeah, and she's got this great line where she's like, "You know, I was I was blessed with one talent, turning men on. I just never learned how to turn them off." Yeah, and she goes, "Why don't you try to talk to him, Dorothy?" And then Dorothy's like, "And I love it when she sort of embraces, you know, the the way that they 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 treat her as if she's, um, you know, a hunchback yeah. uh, troll living in a tower." And she goes, "Uh, you know, we want to turn." him off, not drain the sex drive out of him. <laughs> oh, it's so... And then yeah. and then I, I thought the scene was way too long. And then, like, Blanche tells a story about when she was a cheerleader. Dorothy tells a story about Stan. It Dorothy's was story is so scene. long. Yeah. It's so I couldn't long. believe how, like, yeah. lengthy... And you knew the whole time it's like, oh, she's talking about her husband. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that kind of surprised me. It was like, it was like a minute of yeah. talking or they something. Were, it was long. It was a very... Because they were just trying to get to the, the meaty scene between Blanche and Sven, which is kind up next. Yes. Yeah. So um, Swen is in Rose's room sitting on her bed. Just sitting there. Yeah. Just like sitting there. He's not doing anything. He's just he's, sitting well, on the he's bed. He's thinking. He's becoming smarter is what's happening. Do you he's guys sitting ever on that bed. just sit and think? No. Not I don't, anymore. I have an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you just sit and just not do anything? Just think? No. Well, once I don't have once the, no. in a while, but I have to like, I have to, th- I have to focus to do that. I'll only do it in situations like if I'm walking or if I'm like at the airport. Do it. At the, yeah, airport's at the airport. only time I have no choice. Yeah. Airport or airplanes, obviously. When yeah. like you, act, I won't pay for internet on an airplane because yeah. it's like the one three hour period once every what eight, seven weeks in my life mm-hmm. that or twice every seven weeks there and back uh, that I can like actually focus on something that isn't like. Yeah. You know, if you have T-Mobile, you can text without without what you can use. It's like for free. I on my on Delta flights, I could just like text. Oh. Like, I log into the web, and they can. It's free. You can text. Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah, you've that's got nice. quite an ego. Yep. So, my T-Mobile plan. We should get them as a sponsor. <laughs> we should. Yeah. Uh, so. Swen is sitting on Rose's bed, and he, when Blanche comes in, he he tells her like there's no explaining. He he's like, I he understand why you're that you're really not in love with me. Yeah. Again, I'm just like, but I don't know. He's just way more intelligent than the guy when earlier when they were like, get out of here. And he was like, well, it was nice meeting everyone. Yeah, yeah. He, he becomes a lot guy. smarter over the course of the episode for sure. Yes, but it, yeah. it's still I naive of him to think that she would have any interest in him. 
Like, but uh, he, you, you know, like it, it's I, a little, you just met this woman. She's older than you. And also too, we learn later in the episode how quickly he changes. So like yeah. this, this sort of intuitive, like very self-aware nature that he's giving in this, this moment could just be a means of like doing the dirty. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, that's true. Like you think he was true. trying to get laid? I think so. Or uh, at least like trying to woo her and use sure. saying what he needed to say. There's also this like weird blocking thing where Blanche is sitting on the bed and he's standing over her and he's very tall, so he's towering. And he's like guy. leaning over as if he's talking to a child and he's going, You're smart. You're sexy. You're sophisticated. <laughs> and each time he's saying it, he's That's like so Arnold Schwarzenegger. Leaning, <laughs> he's like leaning down. As also, if, sorry. Like he's gonna peck her with his beak or something. When you mm-hmm. say that, it makes me think of the help when Viola Davis is like, "You is kind. <laughs> you is special." <laughs> or Stuart Smalley when he's like, "You're good enough. Oh, you're yeah, smart, smart enough. enough. Gosh darn it. Have you ever seen Stuart Smalley saves his family? Yes. One of my favorite films. Of really? all time, it is so bad. Good, it is. Oh, wow. it is all one right. of my favorite films. Is it not funny? It's bad? it's it's very funny. Bad. It's I haven't very seen funny. it in a long time. It's so good, and you can't get it anywhere. I guess because when he became senator, they stopped. That you can't get it. It's like really expensive to get now. You can't get it streaming. You wow. can't like. I guess you can rent it maybe, but like I've been I've been trying to find huh. a copy to own, and I can't find a fucking copy. Wow. Yeah, wow. that I, isn't like eighty dollars. Wow. Well, Christmas twenty sixteen. Here we come. Boom. Yeah, I'm I know. Kidding. I know what I'm gonna what I'm gonna get you. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll go have these on it. Stuart Smalley says um, his family. So the and the end of the conversation, like Blanche basically tells Swen like. I'll consider it. Well, no. So he's like, I mean, I know that we're, you know, this isn't like love, love, but like maybe do his voice. you could let me, I can't do his I voice. I know this isn't love, love. <laughs> but maybe we can do, maybe you can give me a chance and we could, you know, do go slow or whatever. Blanche. Yeah. And yeah. then, so she leaves and, but you can tell she's like, oh yeah. Cause as she walks out of the room, she's like, mm, she makes that face, that yeah. mm, face. Um, so now it's a new day. New day. And uh, Sophia comes home with the <laughs> like driver. Celine Dion song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is a new day, and Rene is still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is he he's still alive? Rene is still okay, alive. Great. <laughs> um, still alive. Rene. That man, that uh, man is 784 years old <laughs> and loves his 12 year old girl. Don't, he, remember, he doesn't say love. She, Celine Dion says love. 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 I, I love Renee. Uh, so <laughs> Sophia comes home with a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she's well. like, read them and wave, Dorothy. Look, I can... I can drive. Yeah, now. and Dorothy's like, I absolutely forbid you to drive a car. And she's like, ooh, I'm shaking. And then she starts and, shaking. And yeah, really she cute. does a cute little thing where she starts yeah. shaking. Um, and then we learn that she actually, she needs 50 bucks because a guy named Paco made it for her in his garage. And then Dorothy just takes it and rips it up. And I'm did just you guys like, ever have a fake ID? No, I never did. I did. No, I didn't I either. never, because I, I didn't drink that much. Same I did. Before I turned I 21. Shit, yeah. I drank a lot. And then off to the races. Yeah. Uh, did you Did you drink a lot? I did. You were in Chicago for I was in St. Louis in Chicago, yeah. Yeah, I drank a lot. I had my fake ID in high school. And I want you to start drinking again. No, that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, but I, uh, I, yeah, I had a fake ID in high school and then into college and used it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
I do love how Dorothy rips up the fake ID, which would which would suggest it's uh, like a paper ID. It's a really bad fake ID. It yeah. could have been. They may not have laminated them back then because I was thinking about that too. But I was like, I think they did because I remember they? looking at my mom's license. I mean, yeah, maybe I not nineteen eighty seven, but I th- I know in like the nineties. I yeah. imagine. I mean, I think they. Yeah, I think they did. Also, it's weird that the guy like let Sophia take it without paying. Yeah. Like, is it just like a trust system yeah. where he's like, I'll send you a bill in the it's a mail? horrible business model. <laughs> like, I'll send you an invoice for my illegal business. Yeah, Paco. Yeah. And that was, um, by the way, very racist. Racist twist. Yeah. To the story. Paco. Of course, his name's Paco. Probably How a dare. Nark. Yeah. Probably a nark. They. Yeah. Um, all right. Sorry, um, go ahead. So Rose, uh, Rose comes in, and she's super mm-hmm. stressed because she's supposed to be getting Swen on a plane that day yeah. to go and marry his fiance. she called Big Swen to be like, um... I don't know what to do. And he was like, well, just don't do anything. I'll take care of it. Just don't do anything. And he hung up on her. Because mm-hmm. he's probably one of the smarter people in the family who's yeah. like, don't even, I, um, if I tell you to do something, you're going to interpret it in a way that might be hilarious to other people, but not me. So yeah. I'm just not even going to tell you what to do. Yeah. Um, and then Blanche comes out dressed in my favorite nightgown. It's a great nightgown. Ever. It yeah. is. The co- it is coral, lavender, and mint green. It's a classic oh, one. Those colors. She's worn it a silk. few times. It's got to be silk. Oh, and it is. And I mean, she comes out. She whenever she has those flowy nightgowns, and also just the way that she like the way that she walks. Uh-huh. She's she's like a like a wispy ghost of this. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. She's like a sure. like from like a like a southern yeah. like woman in the you know like a civil war ghost. It's I, I <laughs> very colorful civil war. Ghost. A very colorful Let, civil see, war. Let's era see ghost. if we can get a. Um, a conspiracy theory about how Blanche is actually is actually a ghost. A ghost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we see an episode where she's talking. Blanche is a ghost. Oh, God, that's great. That's yep. great. Yep. Um, so so Blanche comes out in this beautiful sort of nightgowny thing, and then does the doorbell ring? Um, well, first she says that like she's gonna let like she's gonna let Swen down because yes. obviously she doesn't want to date him. Which is no. like, the, why would you say that you were going to? Well, in it's the, the same reason thing. why you don't. You say to someone, yeah, let's hang out sometime, and then. You but never you don't do. Mean and then you never follow through. Yeah. yeah. Happened um, to me. All the time. All the time. Oh, yeah, Brinson, I the same person. We're really getting bitter on you, Carrie. <laughs> no, that's fine. Have your tuxedo um, football boyfriend and move on. I'm moving on. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Blanche says she just needs to find the right time, and then she's going to let yeah. Swen down. This is when the doorbell rings. Ding dong. And it is Olga Nordstrom. Hi, I'm Olga. Are you Rose? Yeah. Uh, her accent is... It sounds... She's Well, let's set her up. She's a beautiful, skinny... Stunning. She's not beautiful. No, she's not beautiful. She's a skinny, blonde girl. Named Yvette Hayden, who well, has she's been... supposed to be beautiful, Alan. But she's not. According well, to... Well, you're a huge fag, so <laughs> that's why you're saying that. She's a beautiful woman, yes. She is. She's beautiful. Um, according to IMDb, she she, does, she hasn't had any acting credits since 1992, um, okay. and she has like five or six total. So not that beautiful. But her accent, I know she's Swedish, but like... Also, some of what she was saying sounded a little Scottish at times. Um, yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a voice coach on So she's on basically side. like, hi, I am Olga, yeah, I'm here to take Sven, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. Uh, I thought this was better than his, though. And then he comes... Hers uh, was... Hers, she, she was committed to it more. his was consistent, though. Yeah. Consistent then, in its nonsense. Sven, Sven yeah. comes yeah, out. Yeah. Sven comes out and goes... Wow. Oh, that was spot on. Yeah. I was yeah. like, is Sven in the room right now? <laughs> um, 
Thank you. It's behind the couch. Uh, yeah. yeah, he does. He comes out and he's like, wow, and immediately gets a boner and is just like, okay, they, I'm no, going they, to leave with you. Do they close up on the boner? They yes. don't close it. Yes. They do. Yeah. That's in the bloopers see, reel. That's though. in the bloopers reel. Yeah. You yeah. see his throbbing There's boner a DVD extra. Yeah. 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 It's big. It's so tight because they had such great HD in 1987 that you can actually like, you can see the veins in the outline. I know. I'm getting lightheaded. It's so intense. Sorry. Should we get you a cake? Is this happening? You're not even, you're just picturing. I just keep looking. I just keep looking. Literally picturing an outline oh, of a dick, dick. through pants. Oh, for the live show, we should have Sven deck cake. Have a yeah. cake that's out of the shape of a dick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. I like that idea. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't hate it. Guys. I do love cake. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> you like the cake part? I like of that the cake idea. part. Okay. I would. I, I would not get turned on by a piece of like by a pastry. No. Uh, I don't think. I, I don't well, think I would. If you read I mean, my never last Vice article, you know that cake has been ate off my chest. Yes. So, I don't get turned on my cake either. <laughs> no. But anyway, so she, she walks in. Uh, she's. I'm sorry. I cut you off with the recap. Sorry. Oh no, no. Go ahead. Recap. <laughs> well, away. Oh, I was gonna say. So she walks in. He goes, "Wow." Yeah. And then when we, uh, you know, suddenly realize that like he's super into her and yeah. like, and Blanche, he turns to Blanche. And he turns to Blanche and like she's immediately like dropped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, I know that feeling. Blanche, yeah, we know. No, it's Blanche. Blanche. Yeah. What does he say? Blanche is not going to, I have something to tell you. Didn't even write it down. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He says something and she's like, it's fine, Sven, Swin, go, Swin, go. And so they go off and Sven's like, what about my clothes? And, um, oh, and, and Sophia says something like, they sucked anyway. Like, yeah. I don't even. He just leaves without his clothing, I guess. Yeah, well, he just Rose, leaves without Rose all those Rose says she's going to ship them. Rose says no, she's going to ship them. Just go, she ship. Which my mother has done for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I would rather carry my suitcase to the airport than have them shipped to me. I know. What, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, though, I've, I've like had, like I have, I like I acquire stuff when I'm with my family and then I can't. Put it in my suitcase so that it ships it out. My sure. mom always wants to give me like she wants to she wants to send me on the plane with some fucking grapes or some shit every time yeah. I go home, and it's like I don't want because it's gonna get mashed, and then yeah. I'm gonna feel guilty. I didn't eat the grapes that my mom gave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I'm gonna feel like shitty for a day. My mom just sent me Yankee candles. <gasps> I love Yankee candles. Do you That's burn them? Kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, I'm not just gonna look at them. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make sure some people don't. It's like some of the scents can be a little overpowering for people, so they're yeah. just like they don't burn them. But I burn them because. So oh, I burn if them. you don't like them, I'll take them, but clearly you like them. <laughs> I burn. Man, you're just looking for free candles. <laughs> wow. That's why you do this podcast. I have a lot of candles. Yankee Candle sponsors coming next. Mm-hmm. I, have yes. a, I have a lot of candles, too. Um, okay, so Sven takes off with Olga. And, uh, and Blanche is pissed. Blanche is like, it's, well, because, I mean, come on, guys. Now, I've been in this situation, too. She's been turned down twice now in a row. It's like, what the fuck? Come mm-hmm. on. Even though she was going to let him down anyway. It doesn't matter. Like, even if I wasn't principle. interested in someone, it's principle. It's like, sure. did you get dumped twice? It sucks. It yeah. sucks, and, and she's upset about it. I th- if you guys, I, I wrote all of these lines down because it was so amazing. But if you'll let me be, if please. You'll, okay, so the the way the episode ends, so she gets she gets pissed, and then there are a series of like three jokes to end the episode. Oh, they're that great! Are they're super so great. great. So yeah. Blanche is very upset, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm just, you know, I, I don't have any man now. I'm in the same boat as you two. And then she gets a phone call, and it's yeah. Floyd, and he invites her out, and she goes, she's like, oh, yes, okay, great, sounds good, I'll see you then, which I'm like, have you not been paying attention? Like, mm, yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Like, going on you know, boat. crazy is, you know, expecting a different result after you're getting the same results over and over again. Yeah. So, whatever, she, no self-respect. Um, 
so she decides uh, he's going to take her sailing. And so then uh, she goes, uh, hangs up the phone, and she's like, Floyd's taking me sailing. Uh, so I guess, you know, you two are in that boat. I'm in a yacht. And then she walks <laughs> Which is a good away. Line. It's a very good line. Great line. There's a laugh. And Rose goes, what's this boat she keeps talking about? <laughs> laugh. And then Dorothy, without even looking, she's like looking at the paper or whatever. She's like, don't worry, Rose. You missed it. <laughs> End of episode. Great Just last like line. joke, joke, joke. Yeah. Great, great last Very line. Good. So, so, so good. Yeah. Standing O from the Standing crowd. O. Standing O. Applause. Well, Brent, at the end of every podcast, we do a golden takeaway. That's right. I was thinking that a minute ago. It's a nugget of truth or inspiration for some reason. That you can, that you can take. take and apply to your, your life, life or the or lives, lives of, of our, our listeners. listeners. Well, now, now we'll start to we'll have one. Oh, no, actually, I, I think I got one. Uh, I realized from this. <laughs> Sorry, and he says the same thing every time I'm starting. One of these days we're going we're gonna to say, I'm going to just know it and I'm going to have his yeah. cadence and we're going to sound like the creepy twins from The Let's Shining. Let's do it. Oh, you already hit the creepy part. But uh, <laughs> I would say um, that, yeah, so I, uh, it doesn't matter how old you are or what gender or you know, however, how how you look, yeah. rejection still stings, mm. but life goes on. Mm. That would be my take home from this wow. because I totally get where Blanche is coming from on being rejected and but but still like going back for more and like getting excited again and he's you no know, this time I'm actually going to go on his boat probably yeah. not but I'm still a little excited yeah and that's just sort of universal as of 1987 1807 yeah and of course. Like yesterday that. as well. I like me. that. There's a, Brent, there's a song that you might like. I believe it's by a band called Noah and the Whale. It's called Life Goes On. And it, the song life goes on, life goes on. I love that song. Yeah. No, I actually yeah. thought you were going to sing like la 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 life goes on, like from the show Life Goes On. Um, but no, this one goes L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N because they spell it. Yeah. Because that's what like bands weird like way, Noah yeah. and the Whale do. Anyway, it's just like a really, where you're like, yeah, life does I like go that. on. It's I a like good song. that. I'm going to yeah. download it, maybe. Yeah. Um, my golden takeaway Go for it. from this episode is I want to learn how to make a cake in the shape of a penis. Mm-hmm. What you said that as you're stroking the arm of the chair. Yes, I want to know. Very sensual. I want to. I want to know that. That's my golden takeaway. I don't think that would be hard to learn. I mean, but no, but it, it would be because you have to have a pan in a certain shape, or if you're shaping it, you have to like sh- it'll rise in a weird. It, it, there's a lot of science involved. <laughs> um, my golden takeaway is um, never, especially if you're, um, you know, like a business person, or if you're selling a good or a service of some kind, um, never let anybody just blindly walk away with the product without first getting the money. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's kind of a simple thing, but it's very important. Business 101. Yeah, that's kind of business 101. If there's not like a contractual obligation and you know that you could like, there'd be legal ramifications mm-hmm. if they don't pay you, mm-hmm. don't ever just, I mean, it's nice to have a good heart and to trust people, but like, especially when that's kind of, it's like an illegal thing that they're coming to yeah, you for. Yeah, you know? I like that. Yeah. Golden takeaway. Yeah. yeah. Brent, thanks so much for being Guys, here. Guys, thank you so much this for was so much me. fun. This was where, wonderful. Where can people follow you on the interwebs? Oh, Twitter, Mr. Brent Sullivan. Mm. I also do a podcast myself. What's it called? Called Completely Obsessed. And I have been a guest on it. And Alan's been a guest. And Carrie has I not been. Carrie will soon be a guest. Yes. <laughs> what is your podcast about? It's about anything I find, anything I'm obsessed with. So I've done 
uh, Canadian sitcoms, plane crashes, mm-hmm. uh, diarrhea. I've done a whole gamut of anything. Supreme I think Court justices. That was Supreme mine. Court justices. Yeah. Uh, I call it vaguely enlightening, so it's like kind of factual, but it's really just kind of bullshitting about whatever the topic is. If you do anything on like any like any true crime story, mm-hmm. I did a murder. I did a murder one. Okay, what mm-hmm. murder did you do? Well, I just covered sort of murder documentaries as a whole, like okay. what I've learned about murder. Through um, documentaries specifically. Through all the documentaries I've seen in like okay. Investigation Discovery, everything oh, like that. Of course, that. ID yeah. investigates. Yeah, I watch this all I mean, the time. Obviously. Dateline on OWN. Yeah. <laughs> Dateline on OWN's yeah. good. 2020 on OWN's too. Yeah. Six, what's the one? The one. 48 Hours After. That's the only one that I think kind of sucks. It's Which just one? Kinda 48 Hours. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't watch it. Not, not. Uh, I watch I that's, DVR. That's the first 48. Is that the one you're talking about? No, I think it's the 48, 48 Hours. Is the CBS one. It's the CBS yeah. one. It's just, it's always that just That one's dull. just like Dateline. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I don't like the first. 48 because that they one. that's more like that show feels more like cops also if we're gonna do an hour-long documentary about murder you gotta do three murders yeah because halfway through i know who's i know who's died i know who probably did it like come yeah. on or You're- at least there's like a pool of only two or three people to choose from three murders guys i'm just laughing because as you're talking you're gesturing like the people who like like on the tarmac that like bring the planes <laughs> yeah. in at the airport yeah. with well, the i feel co- very strongly you know what you would like and this is like a show from the 90s i think that i just love you can watch on hbo go it's autopsy yeah i think i've watched that's that. a great yeah. it's a great it's not so much true crime as much as it is it's about murder and stuff and like weird this guy who was an autopsy guy in new york he like talks about his weirdest or the weirdest cases mm. yeah and it's a really good show and i think they go yeah. through through three murders and hmm. also i haven't plugged plugged uh, sword and scale for a while so for any of you i i, I listen crime, to that does sword and true scale crime lovers even, out like, there do they know about us? Does I don't he know. know about us? I don't know. I don't think he knows about us. But <laughs> if you guys are into true crime, Sword and Scale is a fascinating podcast. It's, well, yeah, it's, yeah. Speaking of podcasts, thank you guys for listening today. Yeah, I am HL and Scott. You can follow me at HL and Scott on everything. And I am Carrie Doherty. I'm CarrieDoherty.com. Uh, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. And thanks, Brent, again for being here. Thanks, guys. You're the best. You are the best. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening today. And remember, you can go to outonthelanai.com for everything Golden Girls Podcast related. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. We post a ton of photos, links, crazy rare footage of the Golden Girls. We are also on Tumblr. And uh, if you have a few minutes, please go to iTunes, rate the podcast if you like it, leave us a glowing review, and just make it more popular for us because we all love it. Let's be real, they got a few minutes. Go to outonthelanai.com slash discuss that's d-i-s-q-u-s and look for today's episode to leave your questions and comments you guys you can also donate to the podcast because we need it to you know promote shows maybe do the live show in your town all kinds of crazy things that we're doing we need your support so go to outonthelanai.com slash donate also thanks to Spreaker for their free hosting services <laughs> and finally thanks to HeadGum you can check out all their awesome podcasts on HeadGum including Jake and Amir's The Best of Friends Gilmore Guys they have a so lot of many great, great podcasts, podcasts. Guys. Check them out. And of course, remember, guys, stay, stay golden. That's so creepy. It is a little creepy. That was a headgum podcast.